Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets. Hey everyone, and welcome back to At the Movies with Cash and Hightower. Hey crew, it's Cash. And this is Hightower. Nice. How you doing, Cash? Hightower, I'm bored. <laughs> what plaything can you offer me today? <laughs> this, that, that's a great opening to, to you, the film we're going to talk welcome. about. You're welcome. You're welcome. Very nice Max von Sydow impression. Oh, I have, I have, I have many things I'm going to bring to this episode, but a passion for Flash Gordon is going to be right at the top of that list. Cash the Merciless. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, we are so right out of the gate. We're talking Flash Gordon here, but we're going to we put are. that on hold just for a second. You're going to pump the brakes just a little. That's right. Uh, how you doing tonight? You know what? I'm here. I'm doing okay. Life was really, really bad, and then it, I, I came in the front door, and all my worries just why not really. That's a lie. Everything's good. We are. We do have some new decorations here at you did. Studio Hightower. You have decorated. We are on air. Mrs. Hightower spared no expense. That's from her? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, she did that. I, I, thought, you, yeah, I she, thought you had it. No, it was 100% her. I, she like, secretively ordered it and like was in here. And I came in. She's like, you like the new decoration? God. Hit the little on-air light. We're big time now. God, God bless Mrs. We're, Hightower. We're big time. So yeah, we are on-air currently. That's fantastic. So if my kids come in while we're recording, they're going to look at that sign and still scream at me. <laughs> Like, like nothing has changed. <laughs> Any studio interference will not be due to a lack of a that's, sign not being on. That's right. <laughs> that's, but it, yeah. But it looks super cool. It does. I like it. It's a nice touch. All right. Um, so we have some housekeeping. Do you want to start? Yeah. I have, I have a minor correction. And I was, it was a silly mistake, but it was a minor one that, that bothered me. So I was mentioning our Stand By Me episode about Gordy's father being in Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. I mistakenly said it was his father in Nightmare on Elm Street. He's not. He is the jerk gym teacher that gets uh whipped to death basically that's in the, right okay his father in nightmare on elm street 2 is clue gallagher a favorite oh, of ours. yeah i should have known that yeah the yeah, western so star i was i was a little upset i was listening back last week i was like you moron that's not get it right yeah get it right or pay the price <laughs> <laughs> come on buttnick <laughs> well I, ha- I have a minor correction also yes i was listening to our we listening to the bonus episode we were talking about uh, Lexi's uh, Disney list. Yes. And I made a comment about the Tarzan Frozen theory. Mm-hmm. About how Frozen 2 actually like stopped that theory from happening, but that's not true. There is That theory is still alive. The sequel to Frozen does not like change the events after Frozen 1. I so, did not know like, that. The parents still get in a boat and sail away. So like, I don't know what I was thinking, but I would not have been able to to fact check you on that. I've not, right. I've not seen both not, of them. Not so. yet. Not yet. You haven't. <laughs> but yeah, Tarzan, Elsa, and Anna still could be siblings. All right. It's well, that's best, good. The best Disney fan theory I've ever heard. I, I like it. I like it a lot, actually. So. Yeah, hey, I got two more things. Yes. One. Have you started watching Peacemaker yet on HBO? No, I have not. With John Cena. Is it any good? I've watched one episode, and I'm 100% locked in. Okay. It's freaking awesome. Nice. I love... So, like, for those of you who haven't seen the movie, he's basically a bad guy. Correct. Before the movie's over, even though he's single-handedly the best part of the film. Yes, I agree. The TV show picks up right after the events of the first movie, and they waste no time. It's almost... It reminds me of, like, just a 90s sitcom where they just, like, 
like shrug off what has like happened like the previous episode or whatever but like they even reference the events and but it's just like silly peacemaker again it's great it's okay like, good yeah it's awesome that's like, why i was i didn't understand i was like wait he's a bad guy like how are they yeah. doing this but then i kind of saw the trailers and i was like i feel like they're turning him back to the yeah it's awesome to the silly straight laced guy yep it, they did a great job of just kind of like yeah like they're gonna like discuss it for a little bit and i'm again i'm only one episode in so who knows things could change again that's fair but he's back to like funny, like a uh, normal peacemaker. Does he have a bald eagle as a pet? He sure does. Okay. I thought of you immediately. That's why I was like, well. I was like, you know what? Cash is going to love you, this already. You know how to tug at my heartstrings. Guess what his name is? Reagan? Eagly. Eagly. <laughs> Even better. Never mind. Eagly. Eagly the eagle. So, yeah, number two. I have number two. The Olympics are quickly approaching. They are. And I saw an article today. I think a lot of people have seen that article recently because it's been floating around. Is it about a certain bobsled team? I think so. Feeling the rhythm. Jamaica's back, baby. That's right. Man, that's, I, so obviously we're going to have to cover Cool Running soon yeah, in the future for near future. our Olympic-themed episode. But I saw that article and just like my heart warmed. And I also have a confession to make. I've not seen Cool Runnings all the way through. Really? I know like all the quotes and I know Yeah, no I've kidding. I've seen like most of it. I remember it was on like at a day camp I worked at and like I was coming in and out. I was like working on something. So I like I've kind of like I've been around while it's playing, but I have not given it my 100% attention. I couldn't tell you the last time I did, so this this timing is perfect and John Candy won't be there John, to wait down the Candy, the bobsled right. to get him thrown out of the Olympics again, so My goodness. <laughs> John, it's just good to have a John Candy movie on the on the radar as is well. Is this our second one that we'll cover? Because we did Great Outdoors. Did great and... Outdoors, it might be it. Isn't that sad? I think so. We've really been... We've well, got some people that we have to cover soon. There's anyway. certain people, like when I think about them, I just like kind of get like in a weird... Not like depressed, but just like a nostalgic mood. And like just get like a little... Just, you know... With a tear in your eye. Exactly. Like, And John Candy is at the top of that list. That's fair. I don't know why. But That's okay. He just touches my heart. Missed that guy. R.I.P., John. R.I.P. Okay. On that upper. Yeah. Now let's <laughs> we'll stop the depression talk here. That's okay. Let's get in to the 1980 sci-fi classic. Absolutely. Flash Gordon. Flash. Oh. I'm not even going to try. I can't get that high. I, I, know, I, I missed that one. I thought about it. And I was like, King I, of the impossible. I'm going to embarrass myself. So. I haven't done my warm ups yet. That's true. Zing them on the zing them on the zing Oh, all right. Well, here, let me, let me start things off here. Let's do it. What's your history with this film? I watched this. I don't even know when I've seen this, but I watched it. Um, it's been a long time, but I had seen it. I was familiar with the story. Um, I honestly don't remember if I like, I definitely didn't like hate it. I just kind of probably like indifferent to it. Sure. Thought there was some fun stuff. Thought it was kind of crazy, but on like, I've only seen it that one time. I just, I got I, I knew actually, you know, what probably took me was the queen soundtrack. Mm-hmm. That's probably exactly why I watched it. Cause yeah. I love that song. Yes. I've always loved the song that opens it. I will say this. Um, I'll, I'll give my thoughts and opinions on everything, but I think most people can agree 100% the best part of this movie is the soundtrack. Like, yeah. oh, without yeah. question. 100%. So. 
Well, I, I have to ask. You don't have to tip your hand whether or not you enjoyed the film, but were you excited to watch after being it being suggested last week? Yeah, you, I was. Actually, I was like, I was like, those you also suggested Power Rangers. I yes. was, I was actually pumped to watch either one of those for different okay, reasons. Good. So I, I went in pretty jacked up. I didn't, I didn't want you coming in this week feeling like sweet, merciful Jesus, just end it now, put the no. pillow over my face, and no, yeah, I was. Those were, those were both great suggestions because it could have gone either way. So my history with this film, I'm frank and honest with you. I, I mentioned at the end of last week, like I did not know this was a thing until I saw Ted. That shocks me. And I was in the movie theater with my dad, my brother, and I feel like another friend of ours that helped uh, coach. And I watched this, and I, I remember asking dad, I was like, what in the world was this, like, what was this reference? And he goes, oh, you haven't seen Flash Gordon? So he went out to Walmart, Meyer somewhere, and it was in, like, the $5 bin oh. for Blu-ray. Nice. Picked it up. And he's like, we, we got to watch it. And he goes, it's terrible, but we have to watch it. I said, <laughs> okay. You know, like, you know, that's how you sell me on a movie. Right. So I watched it the first time, the same as you. I was like, eh, yeah, whatever. It's, it's no big deal. And he goes, did you know it was an old serial? And I was I like, no, I remember hearing about that with Star Wars and that being an inspiration for Star Wars and Raiders of the Lost Ark and stuff. So I watched it again just on my own. And I was like, you know what? I, there's something about this. I just, I enjoy watching it. It's like a train wreck that you can't look away from. <laughs> and then I was like, well, I got to figure, I got to find a spot to find these serials. So we found them online somewhere i watched the entire original serial like the first one that came out yeah they're like they're super old like they are like the 40s 30s, like 30s, 30s 40s Holy yeah. cow. so then like i was hooked at that point because i loved watching this and i just love history in general and like yeah. old black and white film like that kind of intrigues me so i bought i got online and i bought like all like i think they did three or four of them and i have all of them in a dvd collection oh wow so I've watched those all, and then I watched... Um, Are the serials any good? The serials... Yeah, I mean, they're, like, they're cheesy. I mean, you watch it now, and it's like, okay, this is pretty lame. Like, the first one, um, when they land on the planet... They're like, oh, there's two monsters out there, and it's just two lizards that they like. Are cl- it's clearly just two lizards in a the terrarium. lizard men. Exactly, but but they just two lizards are just fighting, and I mean, it's oh, like actual lizards. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And there's and then there's like an octosack, which is just a little baby octopus that they have in a tank that they're. But I mean, it's just stuff that like in the right. 30s when yeah. they had you know cheap set. That's what they had to do. That's great. So I watched those, and I actually got my wife to watch them, and she actually she was we she watched a little bit of this with me last night. And she She's like, I like the, the serials better than the movie. Wow. So then I was, I we started our Amazon Prime membership, and I was scrolling through one day, just like browsing for something. And I saw there was, it was a, it's a documentary called Life After Flash, and it's all about Sam Jones and the like him leading up to getting the job, and then everything after that. And I was like, wow, I, I learned a lot of stuff about the movie, and it was really interesting. So anyway, long story. Not very short, actually. Probably medium-length story, short-ish. But I, at first, I was like, meh. And I like, I just, I have a soft spot for this movie. I won't say how soft because I can still be objective about right. it. But yeah, we'll find out. Yeah, a lot, a lot of good stuff. I did see there was a comic also. There was. I, that, was that was the original, like yeah. in the paper. That's what prompted everything. That made me really want to like go check some <clears> of that out, but I didn't. But it looks interesting. It's good stuff, man. That's awesome. That is, uh, that is a rich history with the film you have. It's full of rich history. Yeah, I've heard, like, I won't, we won't get into it yet, but I've heard Sam Jones is a little rough around the edges. 
It's yeah. So there, there's a lot. We'll kind of we'll we'll cross it a little bit. Like we can like right out of the shoot. Like one of the things that I had no idea until I watched this documentary, and I didn't think of it, even watching him in Ted versus the movie. All of his voice was dubbed over from this movie. When the very so I noticed that like I started watching it, and I was like, oh man, it's like because <clears throat> like I I was watching it on Prime. I was like, oh man, it's like I have like a bad cop. Like, is this like <laughs> not? Then I was like, oh wait, it's, nope. Yeah, he's dubbed, but not all the time. It's I think almost all of it is like a vast there majority are, of it. There's there are some scenes where you can tell it's his actually his voice. Yeah, because he has that like soft voice at first, and it like doesn't even like match him. Like you can totally yeah. tell. But there's a few scenes where it's like, oh, that's what he sounds like. Okay. Yeah, there it's it, is. it was it's really I don't know. I, Stuff like this interests me, and it, I don't know why it does, because it's like this movie, I mean, calling it what, like it was, like it was not a success. It, it was not successful, and just like a lot of 80s movies just kind of gained a cult following, and yeah. also I think a lot of people like it because it's so bad it's good. But It looks very cheap, but some of the stuff they also were able to pull off made me think they did have some money. Oh yeah, they had the money. But then they the stuff that they also threw out there, like I was like, man, okay, maybe they didn't have money, but... It's very, it's very strange because like some of the stuff looks great. Yeah, like I, like there's some stuff that I'm just like wow, and then there's some stuff like that freaking rotating table <laughs> with the spikes. I'm just like oh my god. Yeah, like, not great. But yeah, let's get we'll get it all into it. You yeah, know, we will kick absolutely. It off? Um, yeah, so it opens up uh, with Ming giving us a little narration, like I did at the beginning there. That yeah, he's, he's bored. He's bored, and he wants to attack. So he wants to play with something. And Clytus offers him an obscure body from the SK system. He has a weather dominator. <laughs> Did you? I also, I don't know. I was watching it, trying to watch it closely to make notes on stuff. He's like, yo, what is this? It's an obscure body from the SK. They call it Earth. <laughs> and then that like display screen comes up. Yeah. And the first thing that pops up is Earthquake. <laughs> yep. like, how did you know to call it an Earthquake, Ming? It's, hey. Come on. Weather. We did not create the weather, clearly. It's always been burning since the world's been turning. I'm going to tell you right now. I picked up on a lot of themes, G.I. Joe themes. Did you? I was a big G.I. Joe kid growing up. Okay. And whoever created the, well, it could be show, cartoon, whatever, people involved with that franchise were definitely Flash Gordon fans. I, I can understand. I can tell. Like, there's a lot of people, I feel like, early on in, like, the 70s, 80s, like, they were influenced by these Flash Gordon cartoons and serials, for 100%. sure. Because the Cobra's, like, main... Like one of their big weapons throughout the cartoon, especially, is the Weather Dominator. Oh yeah, which I feel like is yeah. basically taken straight from this movie. I didn't. Uh, I didn't even. Th- I didn't put that together. But you're absolutely right. But once he starts playing with that and starts messing around with Earth and causing issues, then we get. I mean, it's got to be arguably one of the best movie themes of all time. It is. It gets me pumped. I, I, so that's part of my problem with this movie. Like I, I have fun watching it, but this theme gets me so jacked to watch this movie that anything after it is a letdown. Yeah. Even if it was a good movie, it's, it's still, it's like, damn, I was really jazzed up to watch after that song. And now I'm like, kind of, kind of a letdown. I get like this song and the Highlander queen song mixed up. In fact, last week I think I started singing the Highlander one. You did, but it was okay. But like this, yeah, this song gets me so like this one and the Highlander actually both get me pretty jacked up. It's fair, but man, like there's just parts in this like when the gets like when the Freddie Mercury's just like singing like really fast and high, like man, it's great, 
Great stuff. I love it. There's a there's a lot of I actually have quite a bit of the soundtrack on like Spotify that I save sometimes. Like I just yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, even some of those battle scenes. Oh yeah, just, yeah. There's some good good soundtrack. So then we go after the title gets done and Flash is waiting in the car and just like almost seems bothered by the fact that it's like randomly hailing and steaming from yeah. the ground. It's like ah oh, god, it's hot hail again. Warm hail falling. Hot from... ice. And then Dale pulls up too, and he's uh, you know making eyes at her, and yeah, he's totally checking her out. Absolutely. And then they get on the plane, and uh, the pilots just casually joke about after that like wind pocket, like, <laughs> oh, it's just a little bit of air, nothing you'd want to throw a third down pass through. I wrote that quote down. It's a great quote. <laughs> I love it. Hey, did you know who the guy who handed? There's a guy waiting beside the airplane. You can barely make him out. He hands flash yeah. the bag, and then like he. You see him outside the plane for like a second. It's the guy from Goldeneye that we talked about. I it's forget. Robbie Coltrane. It's Robbie Hagrid. Coltrane, that's it, yeah. It's Hagrid. I, I was going to be like, oh, is this your favorite Robbie Coltrane movie? Dude, there's so many. Like, So Timothy Dalton's also in this. I was yes. watching this. I was like, man, Max Nancito, there's so many James Bond people in this. And then I was like doing a little research. There's like 10 people in this movie that have been in the James Bond franchise. Zarkov. It's like way more than what I was even thinking. Hans Zarkov yeah, is in it. Yeah, Hans Zarkov is in it. Yeah. What was he? What what Bond movie was he in? I can't I don't remember. remember which one he's in. But Max von Sydow is one of the Blofelds. Mm. He might be in like the cheap knockoff one, but um, obviously Dalton's Bond, Coltrane we talked about. But yeah, there was like one of the other dudes that played Blofeld is in this movie. Like there's there were like several of them. I was like, holy cow! I think it's also important to point out we're not quite there yet, but <clears throat> this man's filmography is beginning difficult to question for the greatest of all time. William Hootkins. Oh my gosh. Porkins. Munson. He He's Munson. He's in Superman. He's in Flash Gordon. Batman. Batman. Raiders of the Lost Ark. You said Star Wars, right? Star yeah. Wars. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So like Good Lord. Think about that. What a career. That's insane. And it's always like these small bit parts, but it's like I mean, other than this, I mean I feel like he's in pretty much everything as like a hit. Dude, that guy made no bad movies. No, I know, right? What like, a Modern or uh, previous day Daniel Day Lewis. Seriously, like, what a resume. Absolutely. My goodness. Hey, you know what else is really cool? Just totally random. The fact that Flash Gordon's so cool that he wore his shirt with his name on it. That's one. That is actually <laughs> that is actually a cool shirt. I'm going to do that one day. I'm not a Jets fan by any means. In fact, they're probably one of my least favorite teams. That's fair. But I love seeing that like old school eighties Jets bag that he's that oh, he's yeah. using with his for his luggage. Pretty cool. It's that's yeah, it's a nice touch too. And I so the like the the thing too, and I was I watched this and I watched those serials. So like the serial, the first one that I watch actually kind of starts similarly. Um the only difference is it goes much quicker in the serial. Like they get on a plane, they jump off and parachute down, and then Ooh. Zarkov basically does the same thing. They go to the palace, Ming holds him prisoner. There's some changes, but I was like, oh, they're, so like they they actually kind of draw from the serials, which I appreciate once I got to learn a little bit more about it. Zarkov's too crazy for me, like right out of the gate. He is. Like, pulls a gun on, talking about Hootkins, Munson, mm-hmm. pulls a gun on him. Do you think he would actually shoot? I don't think so. But I don't he's either. freaking crazy. Like, he is. He's insane. I mean, he had like his goal in mind was to fire that rocket up and he was going to take someone with He needed someone with him. I have another question for you. Yes. It's also about Hootkins, Munson. Mm-hmm. Uh, when that hail falls through the roof or whatever, moon fragment, whatever it was that yeah. fell through the roof or whatever, did he say Cowabunga? Oh, I didn't hear that. I think he does. I have to go back and watch it I again. Think, I think 
He says cowabunga. That's got to be the earliest document. 1980? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Good for him if he did. That's like the third or fourth movie that we've covered that's, Should we change? that has said cowabunga, by Should the way. Should we change our favorite actor of all time to William Hootkins then? Possibly. Because if he says cowabunga in 1980 and he's been in all these movies. I'm almost positive. I reround it like three times. I'm pretty sure he says cowabunga. Like when, right when he's getting out of bed? He like, it falls on it like falls on him like his legs. Yeah. And he gets up and he looks up at the ceiling and he's like, cowabunga. Man, I did not catch I'm, that. I'm gonna have to watch it again. I'm now. like 80 percent sure now. I'm like, start, like I'm it. starting to doubt myself more and more don't, now. That don't you doubt know. yourself. <laughs> Confidence is sexy. Leave it that way. <laughs> um, yeah. So then the other like, so they're going back and forth a little bit. So we see, like we said, uh, Munson and Zarkov are getting woke up, and Zarkov's uh, like, he's a legit insane person. He's like, you know, the the magnets are not where they should be, and every it's dark and. Yeah. He's like where legit Looney Tunes. Where where are they? Where's Dzarkov? I have no idea. And where is Flash and what's your name? Where Dale. were they? Where were they vacationing at? I'm not sure. I feel like it was dropped like somewhere, and when I heard it, I was like, "What? There's no was it Canada? I I don't know. I can't remember where it was. I feel like in the, later in the film they say it, make a comment about where they were. Because Zarkov's his like little fortress seems like it's in the middle of the jungle. Yeah, it makes it seem like maybe like in the Everglades or something. I got like a Florida vibe, kind yeah, of. Yeah, maybe. Kind of. Yeah. But yeah, I can't remember what they said. I don't know. Maybe maybe Flash was down there just getting done playing the Dolphins. <laughs> Could have been. It's the only, it's the only logical explanation. Could have been. He was listening to a game, so it's weird. He was vacation. Oh, maybe could have been bye week. Could have been bye week. That's true. Or he's listening to a replay of his game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anybody that has a shirt with their name on it, yeah, likes... probably has listened to a replay of their own game. Let's be honest. Yeah, no doubt. So then, like, again, and it's, and it, again, it's kind of similar. And this is one of the other things, too. Like, I feel like everybody was in on the joke that this movie was supposed to be kind of cheesy, except for Sam Jones. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Sam Jones takes it just way too seriously. Like, everybody else is kind of hamming it up. But the, he's, like, talking to Dale and trying to calm her down. And then the sky turns red. And then Ming, like, I guess just snatches the pilots out of the wind. I have that. Out of the cockpit. <laughs> I had that question. So, obviously, we see Ming, like appear kind of mm-hmm. transparently above them and then just what happened like to the a pilots? pulling motion yeah like what happened to them? i don't know i think are, they're just gone are they dead i they gotta be where are they the guy can cause the moon to crash into the earth i feel yeah. like he can snatch a couple of pilots out of a cockpit it's so bizarre mid-flight. it's strange i mean it's a weird movie yeah um I feel bad for those guys but thankfully flash uh has been taking pilot lessons mm-hmm. but he hasn't got as far as landing yet <laughs> That crash landing, great effect. It is a great effect. That was phenomenal. Absolutely. There's sometimes there's a lot of really fun effects in yeah. this. It looks good coming down. It crashes through the through Zarkov's building. Like yes, that was very well done. Did they like <laughs> blow all their money on this first effect though? Like, <laughs> I thought that looked great. 1982. Man, that's great. I know, right? And then this is again where Zarkov goes full psychotic and holds them. Doesn't he? At first, he tries to play it off like. Yeah, the phone's in there, and then he immediately drops his guard after yeah. he gets recognized. He's, like, hiding the gun, too. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. this guy's up to no good. He is. I don't really remember this guy from my previous viewing, so I couldn't remember his, like, motivations. He's he's just trying to save the world. And he does this, so he does the same thing in the serial, too. He's like, I've got the coordinates. I knew it was coming. Everybody called him a crazy. And then once he got the coordinates, he's like, we're going to go up and counterattack and, and try and basically head this thing off so he's interesting he's coming at it from a place of trying to save the world but 
Yeah, just he, a weird way to do still it. Still a Looney Tune. Is, so Zarkov, Dale, and Flash, obviously Flash, are all on the old serial? Yes. Dale is the female? Yep. Do you know any girls named Dale? I don't. Isn't that an interesting name? I jokingly, t- when my wife and I were talking about our daughter being born, I was like, we could say Dale, so then that way we could say, where's Dale? Because he constantly in the serial, like, yeah. Flash goes around strangling all the bad guys, kind of. He's like, where's Dale? <laughs> so that's, that's a running great. joke at our house. My sister, Dr. Hightower, yes. actually has a friend who is a female named Dale. Nice. So I can only wonder, was her father a Flash Gordon fan? I would like to hope. Is her last name Arden? I don't think so. Okay. Maybe her middle name. Because that would have been perfect, because yeah. that's Dale's name. She's probably a huge, well, she's probably not, but her dad <laughs> is probably a huge Flash Gordon I just, fan. I really hope so. We're going to get to the bottom of this. Dr. Hightower, reach out to Dale. Please respond. Ask her immediately. Please respond immediately with this. We need to know. Yes. Um, and then this, too, like, once they take off, finally, because Flash spikes Zarkov's head into the, Dude, <laughs> the button. That fight scene was excellent. It did was. You, did you notice how hard? So, like, Zarkov pistol whips uh, Flash? Yes. Even if that's a fake gun, how hard he struck Sam Jones in the head? I feel like that might have been also just frustration yeah, with I'll Sam say, Jones and Jim <laughs> Yeah, Sam Jones was 100% pissed. But, dude, like, go back and watch that. Zarkov straight up just, like, it's yeah, it's pretty intense. throws a, basically a punch. He does. Into the back of with, Sam Jones' With whatever head. foam gun that he has. Yeah, so say the fo- the gun might not have hurt, but he just straight up punched him in the back of the head. What a great design, too, that they get they take off. And he's like, oh, strap yourselves in. Like, you have to hit your foot on this pedal to make sure that we can survive. Yeah. It's a very random and arbitrary thing. And not, yeah, and like far away from Zarkov. Yeah. Like, so, what are you doing? Good thing you got two people, or more Absol- than two people. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess he was planning on Munson going with him, but... Hmm, Hootkins. So they take off, and I was like, them floating through space feels very 1970s. Like... Yeah, not great. Psychedelic. Yep. And then the bad guys, that weird dude with, like, the glasses. Like, I don't know, understand. I never understood that. The dude, oh. Like, the radar guys. Who had, like, yeah. Who had, yeah. I don't... I still don't understand those people, but anyway, yeah, they they're like, oh, there's something them, coming yeah. through, and... It's like their radar. Yeah. Guide them through safely through the fire, whatever. I'm like, <laughs> why? No, I'm not a I'm not a drug user. No, but I feel like if someone were to like be a recreational drug user, mm-hmm. this movie is probably a fan favorite of people. I would not be surprised using drugs. Yeah, a lot of trippy visuals. That's yeah, for sure. I was like, man, I can only imagine. <laughs> There's but a lot going on here. Yeah, this is probably several potheads' favorite. And in movies. case you were wondering what an acid trip looks like, <laughs> yeah, or yeah, or or hardcore stuff. Yeah, if you really, I mean, I take it to the next level if I'm going to do it. You know, I don't like to tiptoe around the tulips. Fair as, enough, as I like to say. <laughs> so yeah, they land, um, and then Ming's guards immediately grab them and take them in, and. This guy's a real pushy. Did you notice that? Oh, yeah. HR shoving stuff. Dude, holy cow. Absolutely. It's very similar, again, in the serial. They do the same thing. Now, the costumes, and if you get a chance ever, it's on. they're on Prime. They're free on Prime. Okay, I'll have to check them out. They're they're not for everybody. They're they're kind of dry and boring for some people. But, like, if you see it, like, just think, looking at it from the serials, like the costumes and what they have in this movie is... <laughs> Are they similar? No. It's oh. night and day different. Well, the, these costumes... This is another, like, G.I. Joe kind of vibe I'm getting. These look straight up, like, so Cobra has all these, like, you know, robot or even, like, troopers. 
they wear these kind of, I mean, they're pretty cool outfits actually in G.I. Joe, but they feel uh, like they got them, you know, inspiration from these, some of these Flash Gordon outfits that you see from the bad guys Yeah, throughout the film. There's a bunch of them. I know. I Like in the cartoons, like the ones that they did, like there's a lot of colorful. Yeah like art and things like that. And that's one of the things I mentioned too. Like, so this whole scene, like they're walking in, there's that like floating guard thing, which 100% I was like, that's the eyes from big trouble. Little China. Like I got a ton of big trouble vibes too. Oh yeah. A ton. Which is ironic. Later on. Do you know who was originally heavily considered for flash? I read that, that the producer Dino De Laurentiis, he's a big time eighties, nineties producer mm-hmm. wanted Kurt. Curtis, Theo, Von Lichtenstein, Von Russell. I mean, like, Kurt totally could have pulled it off because he can totally pull off this camp oh, type, yeah. type stuff. But then we would have missed out on Escape from New York. Yeah, and maybe used cars, too, because around that same time. It's true. Which and I don't ever want to miss out on those. Right, so it's it's best that we didn't get Kurt. Yeah. And, you know, we need stuff to talk about, possibly, for next week. That's right. Wink, wink. That's right. Um, Hold that thought. But I did, I, I don't, like I said, like, part of me, like, th- again, this movie, I, I recognize it for what it is, but this whole scene, like, they're walking through that, like, hallway or whatever, and that, like, weird lizard person runs out behind him, and then gets, like, <laughs> zapped and disappears, and then Zarkov's like, I have my gun, and the, the thing, like, catches it and gets rid of it, like, I don't know why, I, this is so lame and cheesy, and I love every minute of yeah, it. the lizard people do not look good. No, they don't. It's the stupidest looking thing, and they're looks, so random. It looks like a SNL skit. Yeah, like and like the eyes are clearly in the mouth, and like you can see it to him. Like, <laughs> what is this supposed to be? Yeah, when they're in the cage later on in the movie, like that, those lizard men, like a hundred percent, you can like see their faces. And there's a lot of Wizard of Oz going on here too. Like, <laughs> no doubt, weird costumes, and for some reason, like they use little people in weird ways in this. I'm like, it's just there's so many strange things. There were, but like I said. It's cheesy. It's like it's one hundred percent. It's lame. It's cheesy, and I, I I love it. I can't help it. I just love it. <laughs> and um, yeah, Ming's having a little party for himself, where every race of the emperor from Ming or from Ming, yeah. What what was that? Like what it was the gathering of just paying tributes to Ming? So just like they just happened to come during this yes. time that celebration all the people Ming Day. in the whatever solar recognized system. on August thirteenth. Actually, I have no idea. Um, Mean yeah. day. <laughs> we yeah. find, we get to see Timothy Dalton. We do T Dalton, and uh, he and uh, so Prince Baron Timothy Dalton mm-hmm. and Prince Volton mm-hmm. of the Wingman or the Hawkman. The Hawkman, me. that's right. They uh, they have a little bit of a tiff between the professional rivalry, I would say. Yeah, they don't they don't seem like they're very friendly. They don't seem eye to eye. Volton supposedly stole the tribute that mm. Prince Baron was going to give to Ming. But I have to say, Prince Baron gets off scot-free because I don't think they end up giving him anything. What do you mean? So, Volton gives him that whatever crystal that Baron mm-hmm. was supposedly going to do, and then they kind of like act like they're going to fight. Oh, yeah, And then yeah. the other ones, the the dude from Ardentia, like, his whole thing. And then, like, after that, Flash You're gets right. in a fight. and they. <laughs> so, Baron actually lucks out. He doesn't have to give him anything. Good call. So, worked out. Um were those eggs in the shape of football? Were those yes. were those presents for Ming? I don't know. I don't know what those were supposed there to were be. There were a bunch of those things. They were. They were everywhere, man. But um, yeah. So the the dude from Ardenti is like, you know, things have been tough. I pledge my allegiance, and Ming's like, fall on your sword, dude. That Ming's hardcore. He is. 
he does like Max von Sydow. So that's the other thing. Like you think to yourself, like why is Max von Sydow in a movie like this? Yeah. And honestly, like why is Timothy Dalton in a movie like this? And probably even Zarkov. Since he... Max von Sydow is a great actor. But he like I as a kid, I, I'm pretty sure like I'd seen it before. He loved the Flash Gordon comics. So okay. He, well, that like when sense. they offered it to him, he's like, I absolutely want to do this. <clears throat> that makes sense. And supposedly he was like he and Sam Jones were like super friendly on set, and he was like trying to help Sam like. Oh, with cool. acting stuff, so oh, nice. seems like a decent guy. Yeah, he's definitely like a class act. But like, I was gonna say, like, he's a great actor. Like, do not get me wrong, he's awesome in this. Like, he's probably yeah. the best actor in this. Like, that's probably pretty easy to yeah. say. But like, he's great in that Ming role. But he's also like Christopher Plummer light. You know, like is that his name, Christopher Plummer, the Von Trapp dad? Oh yeah, yeah, yep. The the Reverend from yeah, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> what you might call it. But he like they they are very similar in my mind. I feel like Max is not as good, but he's still great. He's a great actor. Yes, he's he been is. in some good stuff. He's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Was isn't it, is Von Sydow in uh, Inside Man or is that the other guy? No, I think that that's Plummer. Actually, that's Plummer. Yeah. Man, I get, see, I get them so confused. Yep. Was Von Sydow like randomly in the Force Awakens, that like Star yes. Wars movie for yep. like for like five beginning. seconds? Yeah, I think at the either at the beginning or like the middle yeah. when he goes to visit that. So, like, yeah, no yep. point. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I get those two mixed up all the time. He's like Obi Wan Kenobi kind of in that movie. He did kind of look like him, but then he a little bit disappears. Um. Yeah. So then, yeah, Ardentia dude gets killed, and then that Flash gets caught saying this Ming's a psycho. Psycho. And I have to say, like, first this ring per- portion where. Ming does this ring hypnotization of mm-hmm. Dale. Like yes. I'd never understood that. It's weird. I feel like they're just trying to make it. It turns her like horny. Yeah, or something. Like, it's like trying to make it sexual for some reason. There's a lot of like that type yeah. of stuff through these themes throughout. Yeah, but it leads to one of my favorite scenes of the entire film. Where he starts playing football. Oh yeah, dude. This yeah, this is ridiculous, and I love it. And the music, like I love the. It's called football fight. From the soundtrack. And this is Queen? Yes. Dude, yeah, this oh song Oh my rules. god, I love this. <laughs> I have a question, though. He's the quarterback, right? He is. the New York Jets? Yes. He looks like he's playing fullback he or is. something. Yeah, he does. I mean, maybe they're, maybe they're an option offense back then. Look it up in the Jets in the they're 80s. They're on the wing tee. <laughs> Just this, how stupid it is. <laughs> Clytus is like trying to get his troops. He's like, it's some barbaric game. Like, get down like this. Yeah, like, yeah he wants them to copy him. But I will say I did like I I never thought about it and then it, um, Zarkov is like flipping him those eggs and he's throwing totally oh don't just stand there throw me a spear <laughs> it's in the neck <laughs> this one's tough that's so all I could say I was like oh man no. nature calls and that's it like oh I will say Sam Jones was chucking those eggs at those dudes he was I don't know what they were made of yeah but... they clearly weren't hurting him but no I was like this guy's a lot of times like you know like uh, Varsity Blues. Vanderbeek, not a good throwing motion. No. At least Sam Jones was like ripping it in there pretty That's good. That's true. He's uh, he's clearly athletic. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he caught one of those eggs one handed. Did you notice he that? He did. Yeah. I was like, wow. Absolutely, he did. Because it was like it was like coming up high. And he like gra- like palmed it up top. I was like, okay, That's was, right. This guy's. I like your moves. <laughs> like your style. <laughs> I could I could watch that scene all the time. Like it's so ridiculous. It's gonna be tough and fun. to beat. Yeah, it's gonna be tough to beat. And like Dale's like doing like a yes. cheer or something in the background. <laughs> go flash, like, go! Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what she's doing, but it's yeah, awesome. it's, I don't know what she's doing half the movie, honestly. All right, hey, I'm gonna put this question to you right now. Yeah, let's hear it. We see Aura. Is that her name? Prince Aura. Princess Aura. Princess Aura. Yes. Aura. Mm-hmm. All right, which camp are you in, Princess Aura 
or Dale? I'm in Dale. I am 100% in Princess Aura. Aura? I can understand. Aura. 100%. Yogging? With a... <laughs> She's got me. I understand. She's... Uh... The Italian bird. <laughs> a lot of... <laughs> I, uh, yeah, and she's in the original, the serials too. See, I, it's weird because like in the serials, I'm, I'm Princess Aura camp. Yeah. Okay. Dale is obnoxious in the serials. She's a little obnoxious in this too. And she's obnoxious in this, but it's much less than in the serials. <laughs> Good to know. Um. Yeah. Princess Aura. That's a fair, that's a fair question though. I'm a big fan. But if it wasn't for her, we wouldn't have the rest of this movie because after this, Flash gets caught, but Princess Aura's hatching a scheme try and get flash out of it or i love the storyline i love the princess aura you just assume she's gonna be bad because she's the princess of ming and mm-hmm. like right out of the gate she's like saving flash's life and just she's a 90s baby face very true good call heel tendencies but yeah she's basically stone cold steve austin yes without the beer without the beer <laughs> or the bald head right <laughs> um this whole like just the whole scene of him getting ready to be executed and that whatever that thing that they put over his face, like, I want to see her. And like the dialogue between him and Dale, I'm like, that's the kind of stuff I'm like, okay, this is painful. Like, just shut up and go to the next scene. Yeah, no, yeah I, I can't handle that. Yeah, I'm with you. But Flash gets executed in the gas chamber. Not really, but for the time being. Luckily, the doctor slipped him something. He did. For slipped his him troubles. something and then gave him a non existent shot when he gets... yeah that was pretty silly looking hey also um i don't know what they pay casket makers on ming but they don't pay them enough looked great well not only that flash gordon earthling executed by ming on his casket yeah that's, that's detail it's cool that they also use caskets but yeah that was like that looked very nice i was just laughing i always every time i see it i'm like what why is that on there? That's not necessary. That's pretty awesome. You're not going to see it when it's buried. Maybe they don't bury people on Ming. I don't Very know. Very respectful. It is. True. And they did it in bold, like, red and yellow yeah. flash, Gordon. <laughs> Ming the respectful. That's right. Um, so, yeah, then the doctor revives him, and then Aura and Flash take off to Baron but, Prince Baron's planet. I was going to say, even before that, we see that uh, Baron Prince Baron and the Princess Aura have mm, a little... Yes something going on like Boy, it, look, it seems like baron's more interested than she is and he's he pulls no punches with how he talks to her yes he calls her a liar doesn't trust her or something mm-hmm. like yeah so it's a it's a very fractured relationship already i don't know it is how i feel about it yet yeah but again she's like i said she's got uh she's doing it for the wrong reasons maybe well maybe it's the right reason yeah for her. i don't know it's I don't, hard to she, you never really find out yeah but she's she's clearly got a thing for Flash, so she's trying to save him, and she's using the relationship with Baron to protect him. Mm-hmm. But she did save Flash. Yep. So, at the end of the day, I mean, more more good than bad. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I I agree, definitely more good than bad. I'd like to know who her mother was. Maybe that'd Who's be a good. Who's your mother? That would be a good exploratory. Who is your mother, and what does <laughs> she do? So this is another thing too. You talk about Ming being next level. He's talking to Zarkov before they're going to wipe out his brain. And he's like, I test these planets to see if anybody can identify what's going on. And if they can, I destroy them. And Zarkov's like, so you're telling me because I found out that you were doing this, that's why Earth's being destroyed. And he's like, yep, that's it. And then he's going to wipe his memory. 
Wow. That's a heavy bad guy move right there. No kidding. Holy cow. I, I appreciate it. I was like, man. Dude, he is hardcore. Ming, Ming the Merciless, earning his reputation. No doubt. Wow. Um, Yeah, and then also... <laughs> I always forget about this. They're showing, like, they do that laser into his brain, and, like, it's all my memories or whatever. <laughs> There's the one, like, random, like, his wife drowned. Yeah, what? But, Just glossed over that. But, hold on. So, did she drown? Yeah. Because there's two dudes throwing her in the pool. But I think it was, like, a party. Like, that looked like it was from a party that they were celebrating or something, and then, like... A different time. Oh, is it? it yeah, could, but it cuts. It's just, it's just those two. Whenever they're, oh. whenever she's getting covered up, it made it seem like that she had been murdered by those two guys. I maybe. I had so many. This was. I had so many questions about I know. this. There, I well, and they don't explain any no, of it. And, and, and if any of that is true, like if she was murdered, then that explains why Zarkov is a psycho. Awesome. So yeah, he definitely lost his wife. Yeah, she definitely died in that pool. I want to know the details of the accident, murder. Like, what the yeah. heck? Because that was crazy. But nothing. And then no. it goes all the way back to him being born. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> that's bizarre. Like, that's awkward. That was bizarre. And he wouldn't remember that. Right. Exactly. Unless they have some sort of really highfalutin <coughs> mind laser reader deal. <laughs> it's possible. Oh, uh, and then we get a little bit of an exposition dump here with Aura talking to Flash about what Ming's mm. empire looks like and how it's, how it's run. And <clears throat> excuse me. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's just this whole scene, like their, their dialogue back and forth about <clears throat> you can tell telepathically talk to somebody. Yeah. And here's the flight instructions. Like, okay, again, this is kind of like nails on a chalkboard to me. Like, please yeah. stop talking. This seems pretty brutal. Except for when he starts <clears throat> talking to Dale. I like that. Over. <laughs> Every time. Over. It reminded me of Saving Silverman. Yeah. I'm looking in the back of the fr- back of the closet. <laughs> Dude, you don't have to make the sound. <laughs> Sorry, last one. That's great. Um so yeah, they're going back and forth. And Dale is set to become Ming's wife, but she tricks that slave into drinking the the, juice yeah the wine poison aphrodisiac. I, don't, I don't know what the hell you call it yeah it's like yeah it's, <clears throat> he's basically drugging her but at that point she's gonna be his concubine yes that's true it's not even she, yes. she gets elevated later to wife it's true maybe this bumped her up a, a notch how do you feel about dale pulling a fast one on the serving girl i mean that's a heel move knowing that girl's gonna get killed yeah i mean you gotta save your own skin i guess i guess but she's but, at, at the very least this girl's going to be harassed I at mean, the she, very least she's definitely getting murdered she will probably 100 percent. what's murdered. to do with the mask's name the gold mask guy um clytus clytus will definitely have her murdered yes 100 percent. yeah yeah that's not that's not great i mean you got to get out of there i understand but at the same time it's i didn't see that coming tough. either i thought she was like truly just being kind to the serving girl and just giving her a little little taste of it but she took uh flash's words to heart and she, <laughs> she, she tricked him yep absolutely the old switcheroo and, um, yeah, so she does that, and she gets away, and they send Zarkov to capture her because Dale has has slipped away, and she has probably some of the lamest fight <laughs> choreography I've seen. Dude, she, I can't handle it when people get knocked out with, like, a, with a gun to the back. Yeah. Like, I, it's like Terminator. Yep. A knee to the stomach. Like a, It's going to do it. A back blow? Come on. <laughs> Especially when you see the butt of the gun like bend a couple <laughs> yeah, of times. Yeah, it's, like, yeah right. Come on. 
Come on, hit him in the head at least. <clears throat> so they send Zarkov to capture, and then for some reason or another, don't really explain why, they're just like, yeah, let him go to follow Flash I, and Aura. Yeah, I have many questions for this. I'm hoping you can fill in the... the... Terrible bad guying. Yeah, so like... So he's right. So he's like the secret agent. Mm-hmm. He's like you know you're. They think he's been reprogrammed to exactly. So he's your inside man. Yep. And they're gonna let him escape with Dale. Correct. Because I assume they. Because they were supposed be to trip. Because Dale, Dale said she, since she talked with Flash, and Flash is like we're going to Arborea. She said that they're listening. So they're like okay, send them after Flash and Aura. Mm-hmm. So that was their plan. Right. Not a good one, but right. that was their plan. But then, so I kept waiting throughout this entire film for like that to, for like Zarkov to like sell them out and like he'll turn and swerve them and it, he just is a good guy again. Yeah. So. Is well, that ever explained? Like what yeah, happened? Did you, did you not catch when he's like, oh, I, I thought of anything I could think of, including a Beach Boys song. I missed that. And like. E equals MC score or something. He like says two like three random disconnect things like stuff that they couldn't take away from me, and oh. that supposedly blocked the mind erasing laser. So he's still a good guy, Zarkov, the entire yes. time. Yes, he's just. Oh my pretending. god, I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. That's <clears throat> that's what he says. Okay. He even say yeah. I was like he gave some BS excuse about like oh I've thought of uh, anything I could think of and. Yeah, one of them. I know. I remember one specific. I remember like a Beach Boys a song. Beach Boys. Like, okay, well, that's fair. Fair enough. Yeah, I just again, I just don't understand it. But in the meantime, Flash and Princess Aura get to Arborea, and Flash sees the initiation process for what a terrible to become a man process. Yeah. So I have a feeling that there's like not many people alive in what? What is this? What's this? What's Timothy Dalton's like land called? Arborea. Arborea. Clever because there's a bunch of trees. <laughs> right. Yeah. I have a feeling like not. There's not many. It's not very populated because they have a dumb initiation process. Well, you know the other problem is you'll notice the initiation process. What's there? Nothing but dudes. <laughs> That's why there's not a lot of guys there. Good call. We don't see any female. No females. Arboreans or hawkmen because their name is hawkmen. There are few, right? They show don't they show a few females? I don't think so. I mean, and there's the, females at like Ming's castle no, in uh, Hawkman's castle. They may have had some like there were some chicks there. Yeah, but I don't know if they, yeah more than more than Arborea. I guess I don't know if they had wings or not though. I remember seeing some chicks. Let's be honest though, at Arborea, like it's a green kind of like fog, yeah, and nothing but trees and swamp. Like it's like I don't even want to live there. Dagobah. Yeah, that's, that's it's a good call. I met them in a swamp down in Dagobah. <laughs> Stop it now. <laughs> that log had a child. <laughs> Penny for your thoughts. I still watch that from time to time when I need to pick me up. Dude, that's on Nash's playlist, man. Oh, he loves that song. I love that song. He just, you're a psycho wiener. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Anywho. So Princess Aura pulls Baron aside. It's like, hey, keep an eye on Flash. Mm-hmm. I'll be back gonna be great nobody mm-hmm. knows he's alive and then she pieces out yep and baron is not having it he's not a fan puts him into a cage another scene i don't understand yeah it's just he see and this my wife last night she's like why are all these people so hostile towards him okay so my go ahead 
No, sorry. Finish your thought. Cause I, I was going to say, my only thought is when you're living under, I, I equate it to like living under like the Kim Jong-uns and mm. things like that. When you live in constant fear and paranoia, yeah. DTA, you can't trust anybody. That's actually a great call. Because, yeah, Dalton's just grumpy. So like I, he is. The, it makes sense the character doesn't like Flash because he's also, uh, Aura also has eyes for him a little bit. That's so, fair. Some jealousy. But I don't get the, I don't get, so he puts Flash in the cage. There's like a Hawkman, there's lizard men in there. Yeah. But then that Fico, Fico, whatever his name name is, that dude, he's like talking to oh, Baron. Baron's like right hand man. Yeah. Yeah. So he, but he puts him in the cage. Mm-hmm. That's, he's a plant, right? Because he's like, tell him a plan right before yeah, he goes he has in. the key and gets him out. But why does he, so why does he want Flash Gordon to get out? So he can have him do the initiation thing and beg for Baron to kill him because he said he wouldn't kill Flash unless Flash begged for his oh, life to be taken. Oh, because Aura. He promised Aura. Yes. Okay. Something. Okay, it wasn't adding up, but now I see. It's that understandable. seems like a very I've seen this a lot. Roundabout so way. Yeah, it's to, really, yeah. You could, like, have him accidentally die in the, sw- in the swamp cage. Like, yep. And during, okay. and during yeah. all this, too... Princess Aura went back, and she's getting tortured by Clytus. Oh, she's getting the whips. She's getting the whips, and then the, the ball worms or whatever. Ball worms. <laughs> and then Ming's also, I don't know what he's eating, but he's sitting there like a shrimp cocktail. He's just like, yeah, no. keep it going. Yeah, he is watching the whole thing. He's doing he's doing his bad guy thing, man. So anyway, that's just kind of interjected real quick in between all this. But Did you want to see the ball worms? Yeah, I did. I At least as... just like just to see them, not necessarily what they do. When she said that, I was like, oh, God, I do not want to. I don't even want to see that. I need to know. I'm, I was, like, physically repulsed, and I didn't even see it. The terror in her eyes lets me know how bad it is. Oh, yeah, it's not great. Um, all of this, too, um, like, we're flashing between Princess Aura, Flash and Baron, and Zarkov and Dale. So as Zarkov and Dale are f- trying to fly to Arborea, they get picked up by some Hawkmen. Mm-hmm. And they get taken to the Hawkman planet, which I don't even think they ever say like specifically what it is. And Voltan is telling them, he's like, well, I'm going to turn you two in because you're traitors. And they're like, but you don't even like me. And he's like, yeah, but I'm going to allay my suspicions a little bit longer. <laughs> like, okay. Like, but that still doesn't really do much for you. Anyway, I just, there's so many different stories going on at the same time. And like, not a lot of them make sense. Yeah. <laughs> they're all just kind of piecemealed together. That dude, I think this might be the next scene, but when uh, Baron actually has Flash do the mm-hmm. initiation thing or whatever. Oh, yeah. And like Flash acts like he gets st- like yeah, stabbed yeah, by that the thing. the third time. But he, yeah, but like, he yells. Like, you, Baron? Yeah. <laughs> dude. I love it. I like, I just feel like Sam Jones made that line up like on the fly. Like, Tr- tricked you, Baron? And grabs his sword like all in one motion. Like, that's fantastic. I'm taking a cough drop so I don't hack into your, <laughs> in your everyone's ear. Sorry, sorry for the crinkling. Is that yeah, a, I is love... that a Ludens? What's that? Was that a Ludens? It was a cherry. <laughs> it's a Fender. Cherry um, flavored Ludens. Let me see. It just says cough. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Sounds oh, right. Okay, like remember those like candy, like cherry candy cough drops? Oh yeah, those were great. I can just pop them, pop them in. There were lemon ones too, I believe. <laughs> Yeah, the whole, like, the initiation thing. And then whatever that, like, scorpion-looking thing was that's in there, too. There's a couple times when, like, they both stick their hands in there. I'm like, 
it's like it reminded me of Black Sheep. Is like I'll touch it if you touch it, and he like yeah. wipes his finger across like in the air. Just, you totally didn't touch it. You totally didn't. Touch, come on, I touched it. Dude, I did not like that scene. I don't. That that thing creeped me out. Yeah, it's not good. I just don't like. Yeah, you just like just in general, you wouldn't want to you know stick your hand where you can't see no, what's in no, there. No, absolutely not. Um. Yeah, so then he takes off, and then, like, Flash is trying to make a getaway, and then whatever that, like, large balloon-looking thing tries to grab him, too, yeah. and Baron shoots that when it was clearly going to kill him, mm-hmm. and that's what he wanted all along. Yeah, he, yeah, he's, that's why I'm so confused of, like, what his actual plan is. <laughs> I'm a little confused by your tactics. Yeah, because, I mean, that little monster thing looked, like, the claws looked cool, but the balloon part was kind yeah. of lame it was still like all of the stuff on there, like you said, the, the Dagobah. That's that's like a perfect analogy. Like it's just it's grimy and gnarly looking, and but like I said, so he he says like I'm not going to kill Flash unless he begs me to, and he has a perfect situation to let yeah, him just, die. Yeah, he wouldn't be responsible for killing. Not him. at all. And yeah. then he's gonna shoot him with that like with first off, that little like bow handgun thing he's got that looks awesome like i love that but that is super dope like he's clearly gonna have to shoot him i'm like well that's the dumbest thing you could have done yeah it is weird that he's that yeah it's the whole thing is bizarre and then on top of that so then the hawkmen are there they take him back to the hawkman planet and mm-hmm. they're like all right we're gonna turn you in as traitors and baron's like will you forget ming's law one ever dashed like blah 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 like they have yeah. the right to combat. I'm like, Law 17. This is just some BS that you just threw out there. Like, um, how are we going to continue to move the story forward? Oh, I know. Say that there's a law on Ming's Emperor. <laughs> like, you, right. have, and now you have to do this. Baron wants to fight Flash Gordon. Yeah. I'm like, dude, so weird. But, I mean, a little bit of happy news during this. Like, hey, you can tell our kids about it. Oh, Flash, I accept. <laughs> they, this was this moment was like, my, this like blew my mind. Like. Yeah, so Flash, they, they're reunited. Dale and Flash are mm-hmm. reunited. Flash, they're hugging. They are. He's, she makes a comment, and he says, save him for our kids. I was like, whoa. That's right. It's a little forward. You guys literally just met. Hey, to quote somebody that was recently covered on the podcast, in the few hours we knew each yeah. other, we loved a lifetime. Hey, clearly. <laughs> and then she turns around and says, we just got engaged. And then I'm right. like, okay, these guys, okay, both of these are crazos. Oh, yeah. They're both stage five clingers. Maybe, this is perfect. Yeah, so maybe they're yeah, so maybe they're good for each other. Yeah, this is it's match made in heaven. There's a key for every lock. Yeah, he wants kids and she's engaged already. So I'm just like, wow, this is perfect. They are moving quickly. They are. <laughs> Time moves faster on a different planet. Nice. They both gave me anxiety. <laughs> they both well, a lot. That's quite the commitment, you guys are. <laughs> so. This, again, like, going back to just some of the stuff that is just so ridiculous. So this whole fight scene, like, this is what you are talking about before. Like, the spikes coming the up in that, like, rotating the, platform. Oh God, that but I love in the background, <laughs> Flash, I love you, but we only have 14 hours to save the Earth. Yes. <laughs> why? <laughs> Where does that come from? And why is that necessary? But, oh, my God. we got to have those stakes, man. Like, at that, at that point, we've, like, forgotten that Earth's in trouble. That's They're, true. they got to remind us. They do. In a really strange way. That's right. Just a <laughs> random line here uh, out of nowhere. There's 14 hours left. It's pretty awesome. They probably were like, shoot, we should have had, like, a timer. Oh, we'll just have Dale Something, remind yeah, them. Dale, <laughs> Dale, tell us what's going on here. <laughs> um, But I, finally, after many, many times of trying to persuade Baron to fight with him, after having the chance to kill Baron, and he doesn't, mm-hmm. Baron agrees to fight with Flash. Classy move. Where you go, I go. For Flash. Yeah, the, the 16 Cubs, whatever, with Dexter Fowler. That's right. You go, I go. You go, thing. I go. 
I do like having Dalton. Like I don't like rooting against Dalton, so it's good to have him. That's right. On you know he's flashes, on board. Flash aside, yeah. And uh, <laughs> speaking of another sweet scene, so when Clytus gets there, he starts throwing around like. You're gonna go like yeah. give basically the Oprah for death you sentences. Will die of treachery. Yeah, you, you get a yeah. death sentence, and you get a death sentence. But then the sweet dude takedown. This is the most hardcore thing of the entire. This is worse than anything Ming does in the entire <laughs> it's, movie. It's true. Baron's like, <laughs> dude, they like Dudley Boyd him kind of. They did. Like, it was kind of a 3D situation. When it, <laughs> there's just no table. Like Dalton wraps him up. Baron, get the tables. <laughs> Flash grabs him and throws him on those spikes. That's just, right. And that oh weird, like, gosh. face effect, whatever, whenever he dies. Jeez, man, that was brutal. <laughs> Love it. But, yeah, absolutely awesome. And then immediately after that, the, the Hawkman are like, Bale, get out of here! <laughs> Things have gone sideways. It's not good. Yeah, the Hawkman straight up ditch them. They just bail. Um... And I love, I love their plan after the Hawkman take off. <laughs> Grab that whatever, like, we'll just tie this around and we'll parachute over to Arborea. It's like only whatever, how far away. Like, yeah, boy, that is ballsy, even for somebody that vaulted themselves into space. Yeah, and like they've already proven that it's like not hard for them to carry people. Yeah, they couldn't have just carried like nope. Flash. You know, I mean, like it's really bizarre. You have to see the the full transformation from a bizarre Bolton being a skeptic. I but. guess so. Then Ming and his crew get there, and he has Dale and Baron and Zarkov taken back, and then he says he's going to give Flash his own kingdom. He's a hero. Quite the offer. Earth, even. Quite the offer. Going to give him Earth. That's right. After. Yeah, I mean, people will be... Reprogramming. Right. But he'll still be the king of everyone. He will. And Flash says no, and he's like, okay, well, see, I'm going to blow this place up. And conveniently, the planet tilts, and he goes down that chute, and, oh, hey, look, there's a Hawkman rocket cycle down here. That's right. I got a lot of uh, Empire Strikes Back vibes here, oh, this yeah, part. for sure. And we slide down that tube, so. <clears throat> and thankfully, you know, the, the Hawkman are giving Voltan a hard time, like, hey, man, like, they killed Clytus, like, probably should have fought with him, and Voltan's being stubborn he finally accepts the fact that he should have joined flash after flash calls him blindly flash gordon to voltan mayday mayday <laughs> gordon's alive <laughs> that's like a charlton heston line reading i know right i love it i love it gordon too. street <laughs> i once knew a girl on gordon street that was a long time ago soil and greenest people <laughs> i'll send the homing beacon Woo! <laughs> That is awesome. Oh, so yeah, they uh, they meet up. We don't get to hear the plan, but Flash is just flying into the Ming's Empire mm-hmm. castle, and they start shooting at him, and he takes off, and they have a plan. They've hatched a little scheme to trap yeah. Ming's army. They have indeed. Absolutely. Um, I also, I, <laughs> I, it makes me laugh every time I see it. So they're they're going through all this, and we'll get there eventually. But I just it makes me laugh when Baron and uh, Zarkov are tied up, and someone had painted "Long Live Flash" on the wall behind them. I miss that. Oh my god! Darn it! <clears throat> it makes me laugh every time. But anyway, that's fast forwarding a little bit. So Flash's plan is flying in front of a cloud, getting their attention, flying back behind the cloud, mm-hmm. and making them chase after and then the hawkman dive down dive dive i and love that i the music in this part in particular just gets me jazzed up too yeah this is both great. of these the, this is great stuff the attack and the 
doing basically overtaking the ship and kind of blowing it up and him throwing that hand grenade over the balcony too. Dude, that was awesome. So their plan is to take that and fly it back into Ming to knock down the whatever the protective shield that they've got going on around there. So right. and the Hawkmen are gonna follow and once Hawk, it's down dude, the Hawkmen are gonna finally go in and attack. The Hawkmen took heavy casualties. They did. In this in this attack, by the way. I mean to be fair, they fly slower than molasses yeah they were very slow it's so slow it was like yeah it's like one of those like old like you know revolutionary war like guys just walking across the field yep lined up just taking shots one time or one shot at a time at each other oh yeah it was bizarre and i watched it i've got the blu-ray and i watched it on the 65 inch last night and there's several of them as they're doing this that you can see the wires behind them oh yeah there's wires all over the place i don't care like again it's one of like it's one of those movies at this point i know exactly what this movie is and it yeah. doesn't bother me but it's just <laughs> makes me laugh um so yeah the, and then the original plan apparently was voltan was going to take flash out as they get close and fly off with him, but Flash is going to sacrifice himself because right. he feels like the ship's not going to make it until he gets there. So He's taking that baby to port. That's right. Like three or four times he's willing to die, and you would think, which also reminded me of the serials because a lot of them end on cliffhangers, so it's mm. like he's going to die, but he doesn't. So I'll be darned. Baron and Zarkov, during all of this, they break into the control room and kill General Kala. Um, and the weird glasses people, they just pull the glasses off yeah. that one guy and then all of them all drop. Of them die, yeah. It's cut the head off a snake. It's just, I guess. It's just, it was really random. Hey, you mentioned the Baron and Zarkov being tied up. I did write a great quote that I love when I forgot who comes in and rescues him. Oh, Prince, Princess Aura. Aura. Or Aura. She mm -hmm. comes in and Dalton says, Tell me more about this man, Houdini. <laughs> yep. That's a, that's a great line as they're tied up. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's right. It's right in between them. Like next, if you ever watch it again, yeah, it's it's right there between. It's just great big bright. I was probably writing down that line because I was like, oh, great line. It's kind of like Joker was here on the wall. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, so yeah, Princess Aura's helping free them, and again, I think she's she's got more good than bad in her at this yeah, point. No doubt. I we skipped over it, but also when they're preparing Dale for mm -hmm. the wedding to marry Ming, I got some big time big trouble vibes. That's true. Like how, you know, like yeah. they're, they're... Two ready. girls with yeah. green eyes. Yeah, exactly. That whole... That, everything about it just reminded me. It's true. And she tries, actually. So that's the other part, too, that uh, Princess Aura was trying to give Dale some sort of poison because Ming likes to have whatever power drink before... <laughs> she yeah. says something like, he likes to have a power drink before making love. You're you're his daughter. Like you shouldn't have to know that. That's, yeah, no kidding. I don't care how merciless you are. Spare spare your family those details. It's actually just like green apple Gatorade, it's, it's Red Bull. <laughs> my father would tell the story of impregnating it's, my mother every winter solstice. It's a peach snapple. <laughs> it's a little Splenda in it. But Dale does the uh, does the classy thing. She says she's not going to do it. She's going to try and be a faithful wife, even though immediately afterwards she says no to marrying. <laughs> yeah, right. She yeah, she flips that. Immediately goes back on her word. How about that great uh, wedding procession song though? Oh yeah, great. Was that Queen? It was. That's awesome. Queen did like all of the soundtrack. Like, isn't it hilarious that they like have, like, were they playing that just because that's part of Dale's culture, or do like, I don't know? Just Ming, like, do they always play that? It song? might be. That song also plays in there. And the uh, the priest that's yeah. marrying them, he is the uh, dude that's in the bathroom in The Shining that talks to mm. Jack Torrance. Okay. Yeah. 
Fun fact. Interesting. Um. So yeah. Anyway, they're they're talking about like Baron and Zarkov are going kind of back and forth. Like we have to deactivate the laser field, or whatever the the lightning ship lightning field. Sorry, is mm. what they called it. Get it right. And Baron, thankfully, they deactivate it. They get it deactivated and. Uh, manages to bring things down, and then all of a sudden, Flash is just going to fly right <laughs> through the old ceremony there. That's right. He crash lands very gingerly for a ship that's done heavy damage and yeah, probably just, has no control thing, whatsoever. Thing lands nicely right on top of the deck. And for Ming, I mean, the guy's controlling planetary movements. He's got several empires, clearly. He doesn't have the sense to go, wow, this ship's coming right at me. I should probably move to the left or right. He doesn't move too fast. No, he doesn't. He just kind of hops down and then stands there. And like as he turns around, <laughs> and the point of the ship goes through him. Nothing else. So, like, <clears throat> Flash, obviously, this is huge, driving that ship. He's willing mm-hmm. to sacrifice himself, you know, takes out Ming with the ship. But Prince Baron goes straight up Terminator. He does. He's, he kills so many people. Like, he, yeah, single-handedly. He takes out the lightning thing. He's just running around just murdering people. All like, those nameless guards, the basically yeah. stormtrooper equivalent. I would argue that Prince Baron is the true hero of this film. It's kind of, it's kind of big trouble. Like, who saves Earth? Prince Baron. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a big trouble situation yeah, where Wang is crazy. more of a hero than I just didn't remember Jack. that. I did not remember it going down that way. I thought Flash was... You know, like I said, Flash kills Ming, which is also pretty huge. Jack kills Lopan. Right. But, oh, wow, that's all, you're right. Wow, yeah, that is crazy. Saying. A lot of parallels. But yeah, Prince Baron, 100, we owe, we are in debt to Prince Baron as Earth. We are, absolutely. <laughs> Timothy, thank you. Yes, thank you. Mr. Dalton. You're a better Bond now in my mind. <laughs> Friend of the show, Timothy Dalton. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and so, the, again, this part too, so he's dying and I mean, let's be honest. With the timer when he landed, like that timer ran out by the time Ming oh. zaps himself into the ring. One hundred percent. He he senses his time is short, so he transfers himself into the ring. Right. And then, what better way to end this celebration than with a freeze frame jump celebration? That's I congratulations. Down. Yeah. What the hell? That have thing. a nice day. Yeah. And then Flash jumps into the yeah. camera. That's awesome. It's great. It's so dumb, but it is so awesome at the same time. There's a lot of that in this movie for me. Like, it's so dumb, but I love it. That just, like, is like the icing on the cake. Yes. Like, this movie knows what it is, and that's great. It steers right into that skid pretty much the whole time. I love it. So then they have a celebration, which I was like, this, to me, was ironic because the Flash Gordon serials helped inspire George Lucas to make Star Wars, and Star Wars ends with the celebration. Mm-hmm. That inspired the Flash Gordon movie to end with the celebration like that. Oh, interesting. It's come full circle. That's interesting. And they give a surrender Dorothy, but a congratulations or thank you, Flash, from mm-hmm. the Hawkman people. Mm-hmm. And then that cliffhanger ending. Who man. picked up that ring? It was supposed to be Clytus. He's dead. I know. I did read that they were going to make it like a trilogy. Yes. Or, or definitely a sequel, at least. They were, they were planning originally, I think, to do three. And then, obviously, this it didn't pan out. <laughs> yeah, I heard just a lot of the Sam Jones stuff. Then, obviously, the yeah. film didn't didn't do well at the box office. But so, Clytus was supposed to supposedly. Interesting. How did he, how did he survive that spiky table? I don't know. And because he clearly also died, being blown up. <laughs> yeah, and having his face pushed through the yeah. metal whatever mask. I that's that's what I had read. Right, I can't one of those. 
one of those like behind the scenes things I saw though like supposedly that's what who it interesting. was interesting yep interesting yeah. see I was thinking even like uh, Zarkov sounds like yeah that would have been an was, interesting twist yeah I was thinking outside the box a little bit that would have been fun I know General Kala was was one that was could have been considered but she was liquidated she, after yeah, she so died she 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 went she full gone. Wicked Witch of the West <laughs> she gone. <laughs> And then another uh, version of the uh, Flash theme. It's the uh, Hero Reprise, I believe, is the the name of the song on the album. But King of the Impossible. That's Flash Gordon, man. Nineteen eighty. What a film! What a ride! It's something, isn't it? What a ride! What What are your impressions? I'm curious. I have all kinds of problems with this film. I had so many questions. I like parts didn't make sense to me. Like I clearly didn't like. I clearly <laughs> didn't understand the most of it. And, Thank you for clearing it up, but at the same time, I had a, just a blast. Good. I'm glad I re, I'm glad I rewatched this movie. I was I was genuine. Like we were talking about it today, my wife's like, "Are you guys going to talk? Are you going to be? You know, obviously she knows. So I was just like, "What do you think he's going to think?" I was like, "I feel like you'll hate it." Yeah, I just remembered loving the music, and then man, like this was like straight up legit entertaining. It's such. I don't know why. It's just such a like I, said, I think a train wreck is a, a fair description because. There's so many different point plot points going on. Yeah. Some of them connect. Some of them are like, this seems arbitrary and weird. And not to mention the fact that the movie itself is just, it's weird in general. Like, yeah. it's just a weird movie. That's a great, I was just thinking that too. It's not, you know, sometimes people are like, it's so bad, it's good. I don't consider this one of those movies. Because no. it's, it's just a strange, it's just a weird movie. But I wouldn't say it's bad. So bad, it's there, good. There's parts of it that are bad, but I'm like, you yeah, know, it's not like yeah, a... Yeah, on the whole, <laughs> preparation, preparation H feels good. Yeah, But no, yeah, on the whole, like, the film itself is very entertaining. And yeah. like, I mean, yeah, there's it's from 1980. Of course, some stuff's going to look funny. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I But yeah, I don't consider it a bad but good. I just consider it like a weird movie that's yeah. very entertaining. Good, good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad yeah. that you at least enjoyed watching it. Yeah, and like, there's... We didn't like, want to have another Roger Rabbit on our hands here for yeah, you. Yeah, there's some. I'll wait till we get to the MVP. But there's sure. some very great standout performances, and like Sam Jones himself is, you know, pretty entertaining, even though it's not him talking mm -hmm. clearly. Yep. For most of the movie, but yeah, just some. And obviously, Princess Aura. Right. Obviously. Wow. <laughs> that, was, that was terrible. It's okay. Wow. There you go. That's better. You had to put your heart into it. <laughs> <laughs> Chewy, is that you? <laughs> Tremendous. Well, what what questions do you have for me that I, we haven't already discussed? This is like a obvious question here, but if they're recasting Flash Gordon today, who are you going with? I mean, I hate doing this because I feel like it's a default, but Chris Pratt. I thought I thought I mean, the same thing. I, I was just, like Pratt Hemsworth. I was like, I got to find someone else. I just to me, I'm immediately I'm thinking to myself. It's, I mean, it would have to be Chris Pratt because it'd have to be somebody that's got the ability to play something that is on the surface supposed to be serious, but you also know that it's campy. And right. So I feel like Chris Pratt, if it was. <clears throat> yeah, I just I'm trying to think of anybody else could because I feel like I don't think. I don't think Robert Downey Jr. would be good. I think he's too sarcastic. I mean, he could do it, but I think I just I feel I mean I'm gonna stick with Chris what about, Pratt. What about a younger Nick Cage? 
Could he have a younger Nicholas Cage? I think he could have done it. I think Kurt would have been. Yeah, Kurt totally would have worked. I, I totally feel like get. Would, yeah. Yeah, I totally get that why they want him, but I'm glad he didn't do it. Yeah, I just I'm gonna stick with Chris Pratt. It's a good choice. I mean, like I said, Chris Pratt is literally the first guy I thought of, and then I was like, oh yeah, or Hemsworth. Maybe like, Paul Rudd. He would have turned it into something different, but he totally could have done it. I think he could have done. Yeah. Yeah, that's. The the MCU, like I said, I've said it before, it's like it Law and Order. Like yeah, you can't pick ruined. anybody that's been in a movie that hasn't been in an MCU movie now. Ruined everything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, I uh, I enjoy. It. I have one other question, which is my usual question. Should I go ahead and ask it now? I got I got one for okay, you. Okay, go ahead. Just one that's not my usual question. Okay. So we talked about it. Obviously, it didn't do financially well. Um, it's a weird movie, but Star Wars came out you know three years prior that's a weird movie for the time and people ate it up people were all about the science fiction space odyssey so why do you feel like this movie bombed so hard i don't think gosh not that the acting's great in the first star wars but i feel like star wars has had much better production Mm -hmm. values because Star Wars had like great like miniature work and like they had just, they they made they made the most of what they had exactly for sure. they made it look classier than what it was and I feel like Flash Gordon the sets were cheap and again they didn't have a couple decent looking things but it just looked cheaper the costumes looked cheaper the Star Wars costumes are freaking iconic just the Star Troopers alone. Yeah. Like Han Solo's outfit, like that stuff is just so man. They nailed it. Like, yeah, they just like George Lucas had better instincts than the whoever did the Flash Gordon movie. I just, to me, like, and I personally like the the sky, like the weird like coloration stuff. I love that look, and I don't know why, because it's super cheap. Like, I'm pretty sure all they did was I think what they said was they did a like a fish tank, like an aquarium, and then they drop like food coloring in. So you see like those bursts of... Oh, interesting. So I don't I always love that. Um, I just thinking to myself, I feel like this is a situation where maybe a different advertising campaign maybe would have helped. Because <laughs> I wonder if people are looking at this like, oh, this is going to be like a Star Wars, like a, a more serious mm-hmm. tone and movie. And this clearly was more like kind of tongue in cheek a little bit of... Yeah. Yeah, there's it's a it's a serious ish story, but a lot of people are hamming it up and having a good time. So yeah, no doubt. I just I wonder if maybe the word wasn't conveyed properly because people have clearly latched onto it since its initial release and have fun with it for what it is. So I I just was curious what you what you had thought about that. Yeah, that's all good. That was it. That was all I had. So now, well, who you got for your MVP? I mean, I had it down to two people. I'm going to go the one that I don't think you would have picked, Prince Voltan. Oh, interesting. I love how over the top he is about everything. Prince Voltan. Dive! <laughs> Gordon's alive! <laughs> just, oh my God, he's so ridiculous and mm-hmm. <laughs> good! <laughs> he reminds me of like John Reese Davies yeah. a little bit. Discount John Reese Davies. That's yes. right, yeah. But I, yeah, he. I sent my wife no less than like four gifs of him yesterday because I, I was super jazzed up to watch this. 
Did you say Jif? Jif, Gif, I don't know, whatever. Is that how you pronounce saying. it? Soft J. I always pronounce it Gif. I don't know if that's right. I, I don't know. I say I, I depending on the room, I say Gif and then I get a weird look. I'm like, oh Jif, I mean. So Yeah, I don't know either. If this is a GIF space, then I'm comfortable with that. Interesting. You can say hey, I've heard it both ways. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, okay, good pick. Good pick. Yes. I was I debated this. I'm still like I'm gonna go with it, but I it, well, I want you to know this. I had two people also, and I'm gonna give it to Prince Baron. Nice. T Dalt. Mostly because he saved Earth. <laughs> he saved Earth. I feel like T Dalt gets a bad rap a lot. I feel like his career has been marred by one bad James Bond movie, even though the first one he did was actually really good. I just feel like he's been kind of just like trampled down upon his career and like the dude can act like he can he's like he's in a serious movie except for his houdini line that's also awesome though but he's playing it pretty serious the whole movie like he's yeah he's like you know he's grumpy and then he's you know with flash and he's kills like 30 people does (laughs) saves earth mows him down dude i love i love him he's got a sweet look nice i think i'm gonna have him edge out max von cito i was gonna do on three also, he man, he brought some like serious gravitas. I was he was to the number two role. for me too. Yeah, he did a great job, no doubt. Baron, yeah, I love Baron. He does Timothy Dalton does an amazing job. Max von Sydow does an amazing job. Um, there's just so many like wild yeah, performances. That's the thing is like I was saying like earlier. I was kind of like hinting at it like there's some great performances in here, and then you have like Sam Jones. <laughs> it's just strange, but like. Svancito and Dalton, Volton, like even like Clytus, like mm-hmm. you have some like fairly serious characters, and then you have Sam Jones and Zarkov, and yeah, and Dale, <laughs> and it's just yeah, it's a it's like a weird mix. It is. So then I'll ask you my question: mm-hmm. If you were to show a scene to show what Flash Gordon was all about mm-hmm. to somebody who's never seen it, what would it be? This is easy. The football scene, hands down. <laughs> yeah. I saw that and I was like, okay, this is definitely my scene. Yeah. This is A, fantastic, and B, like, I actually, I rewound it like three times. I, it, I, it's I, so it, great. And it's not that long. Like, you can no. watch it so many yeah. times. I just love, like, picking up. And there's, like, all the people in the background. Like, oh, yeah. Like, you mentioned it earlier. There's, like, there's a group of, like, little people. There's the group. There's a bunch of, like, chicks wearing, like, see-through coats. They're, like, wearing bikinis. And, like, there's just... the. Dude, there's one scene where there's a straight up Corella Deville looking lady. Oh, really? In the back, it's when uh, what is it? Oh, it's when Flash is going to that gas chamber, and like just right off to the side, he goes up those steps, and right off to the side of the steps is a lady. I'm assuming it's a lady, but she has like her could even be a helmet. I don't know, but it's got half black I, hair, half white hair, and she's like just like a Corella outfit. I did not notice that. And I was like, holy cow, Corella Deville's in here for here. <laughs> Cruella Deville of Emperor Ming's area. Cruella Deville. Um, all right, since you picked that, because that would have been my first choice as well, okay. I'm going to say my second choice is the uh, spaceship overtaking scene. Whenever Hawkman. Yeah. Yeah, that's a yep, strong one. Also with the music and just the ridiculousness too. Also, um, I don't know if you caught this or not. Um, I I think they call him Hero or Hera. I don't know what the dude's name is. They're like the Hawkman. His nose. 
Oh my God! Did you not notice this? I don't think so. His nose—I'm not. It's like a—it's a crescent moon. His nose is shaped that that weirdly. The old guy with like yes, yeah. His name was yeah, like Hero or yeah. something. Yeah, go it, just look it up. Look up an image online. It is okay. it is difficult. Like you think like are you saying you think he was like having a prosthetic nose? No, I. There's no way that could be prosthetic. So you think that's actually who? If it's prosthetic, that means his original nose is not there. Like that, it's that crooked, and that it, it's a it's a. It's a crescent moon. Like, there's no other way to describe it. It's so strange. I gotta check this out. Yeah, now. I'm like, we were watching it last night, and my wife was like, oh my god, I've never noticed that before. <laughs> How did you feel about all the, like, crazy outfits? Oh, I loved it. There were some, like, they had some, like, really cool outfits. Yeah. And there were some that were just like, oh, my well, God. Well, like, even the lizard people, how ridiculous that is. Like, it's stupid. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't look good. <laughs> and I still am like, I just, I I have a soft spot for this movie. I can't help it. Yeah. Oh, his name is Biro. Biro, okay. Biro. This guy's name is Ted Carroll. <clears throat> Let's see if we can get a, oh, wow. Who knows this? Yeah, I told you. It's been broken. That was the sound of a tool chest rolling down the stairs. Oh my gosh, it it has been broken several times, I would imagine. Yeah, so... It's doing... It's it's turning a hard right. I'm telling you, it's a crescent moon, isn't it? Holy... I mean, yeah, the shape and then also just the... Wow, curvature. Mm Mm-hmm. Yikes. The other dude, the other Hawkman reminded me of like Joe Perry of Aerosmith. Oh yeah, the dude with the bigger hair. Yeah. As being passive aggressive at Voltan whenever they're on Arborea. It's like, <laughs> we should have helped him. Yeah, he really. Way to go. Guilt tripping. Dick. <clears throat> well, I got one more question for you, my friend. What do you got? What's your Richter scale rating? Okay, I'm locked in. <clears throat> Let me pull up my ratings here. Okay, this is film number 39. 39. Holy cow, we're almost to 40. Oh, my I know, right? Oh, baby. <laughs> Okay, out of 39 films, I'm going to put Flash Gordon at number 34. Okay. Just below Friday and just above Stand By Me, which we also just watched. Yes, we did. I'm going to give it a 3.5 on the Richter scale. That's probably fair and objective. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like I didn't like this, but it's not true. (laughs) I actually really enjoyed this, which is like... It's got to stack up against all the other ones we've watched. Yeah, it's just like, I wanted to put it higher, actually, but then I was like... It's not better than Reservoir. Like I wouldn't want to watch it over Reservoir Dogs or Mighty Ducks or Friday. So I was like, yeah, I, yeah, thirty fourth seems right. That's all right. It's still entertaining. I think that's a fair. Like I said, that's a totally fair assessment and objective. Yeah, I like it. I was less objective, but yeah. I still tried to look at it through the lens of what we've done here. So I was a little more generous than you. I gave it a four point eight. 4.8, okay. Ties it with Wild Wild West. And Captain Ron. And Captain Ron. But I'm going to put it on the top of the 4.8 list. Okay, so at number 21. <clears throat> I have a very soft spot for this movie, and I, I can't explain why. I was watching it last night, and I was tell, even telling my wife, I was like, God, I just I love watching this movie, and I don't understand why. It's ridiculous. It's a lot of plot holes. Well, the way you phrased it last week, I didn't think I thought you would have enjoyed this, but I was coming in thinking that you were going to rank it low, but like you still would have liked it. But 
Yeah, I mean. No, I my initial thought. I'm thinking to myself last week. I was like, we talk about doing stinkers, which I guess it kind yeah. of was, but it's not as much of a stinker as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I don't see. I don't think I would have enjoyed Power Rangers. No, but I would have liked like breaking it down, like watching it with you know with the the lens of the show nostalgia. Right. Like I think it would have worked that way. But yeah, yeah that movie is objectively bad. Yeah, like that. And we'll cover it one day. But yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Well, I'm I'm glad. I was I was excited. I figured you were going to give it. I thought it might be the lowest on your list. I just I didn't think this no. would be your cup of tea. But I mean, I even feel bad putting it that low. But don't. It's uh, it's not in my bottom five, barely. That's <laughs> that's all you can ask for. I mean, I still enjoy Mortal Kombat too. Like I gave it a three point oh, but it's not like I don't hate Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Mortal Kombat as much. I have to be in a mood to watch Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I can't just. Yeah, I can't just. Flash Gordon's the same way. Like it's entertaining, but I can't. I can't watch Flash Gordon. Like yeah. I can't watch it again tomorrow. Like I need some time away from it, and then come back to it and realize how awesome it I is. I understand. One day, what you watch that serial? I think the one that they do on Amazon Prime is actually like they cut it into like a movie, so you don't have like the ending cliffhanger and then the credits all the time. Right. So that's actually a little bit easier to watch too. Yeah. If you ever want to, I would recommend it. Fair enough. For all four people that'll probably listen to this, because like I hate Flash Gordon. <laughs> uh, nineteen. Nineteen. All nineteen people. I like it. All twenty. Hey, though, let's talk about something. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about next week. What do you want to do next week? Well, what, somebody it? just celebrated a birthday too. It's who? Our friend, our our main man, JC. John oh, John Carpenter. Carpenter, yes. There were Adelaide, my daughter has a friend who has the same birthday. Nice. I was like, hey, congrats, you got the same birthday as John Carpenter. Absolutely. You don't understand that, but <laughs> way to go. So John Carpenter obviously makes a lot of great films. And Incredible what was films. our last JC film? Well, what was our last Kurt film? It's been a while. I mean, I think it's Captain been a big Ron. trouble. Or no, Captain, Captain Ron. Ron. We did Captain Ron. Captain Ron. Somewhat recently. But it's been too long anyway, so we're going to do another Kurt Russell, John Carpenter film. Yeah, it was early November because it was the fan. Mm. It was the Friendsgiving, and that was the first poll we had. That's right. It's all coming back. Two months. Too long. Yeah, well, let's let's definitely do a John Carpenter movie. Yeah. Do you have one in mind? John Carpenter, Kurt Russell. Let's do Escape from L.A. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) New York. (laughs) For a second there, I almost said, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wait. Pull the swerve. No, let's do Escape from New York. From 1981. That's right. We're just going to stick in the early 80s here for right now. Which came the following year after Flash Gordon. How about that? The much anticipated (laughs) follow-up. In fact, that's why Kurt... I saw... I read something where he cited he couldn't... He didn't want to make Flash Gordon because he was about to start filming for Mm -hmm. Escape. Great move by Kurt. This is another one that we... Did we petition to get this one played at the normal theater or did they just do it on their own? No, I... Yeah, I sent the guy several emails. This might have been the start of, because like at first that guy wasn't really listening to me. Yeah. And then we did like, I had like several people email him, and he's like, "Holy cow! Like you, you've started quite the I movement that, here." Because you sent it to me, and then I passed yeah. it on to some people too. It was like, because then when I suggested Big Trouble, he was like, "Yep, let's do it." Like he didn't even hesitate. So like, this I feel I'm pretty sure that this was the one that got it. Like that got me in. It was a hell of a turnout that night too. Yeah, because we because that guy cause he played Beverly Hills Cop. He played all mm-hmm. kinds of suggestions we had. The thing. Yeah, it was great. It had a nice little run there. I don't think anything that we suggested had anything less than, I would say, 60% capacity at the low end. What do you think? 
had the most people of big all the trouble. Yeah, so big trouble like, for it. sure. Yeah, because we brought a pretty big group. But that place is pretty packed. Yeah, there were several, several people. I feel like Escape might have been one of the lower ones, and even that was a yeah, pretty I'm full sh- house. I was shocked that uh, I think oh, it was Golden Child. We got we got him to play Golden oh. Child. <laughs> there were not many people there for Golden Child. I understand. Yes, I That's an acquired taste. Yeah, Beverly Hills Cop. We had a good crowd. Yeah, we had some. It was good. The thing there was quite a few. Maybe the thing was the lowest because the things. I, that's a we've talked about the the thing is like you've got to be in a mood to watch the thing. Yeah, it it's got to be the right setting and circumstances. Som- yeah, it, but is it is such a well made movie. It is fantastic. It's so good. I a hundred percent agree. I saw something else. Oh, I took the wife to uh, took the wifey to see Clue there one time. Once oh. upon a time, there's a pretty good crowd for that too. That was fun. That's an underappreciated movie. Oh yeah, that, that needs to be covered soon. We needed to get that one. We have so many we have to cover. No doubt. But next week. Escape from New York. Escape from New York. All right. Sounds like a plan. All right, man. Until next week. Adios. Tell me more about this man, Houdini. Well. Bye.